Welcome to The Power of Potential, a podcast hosted and produced by St. Rose High School in Belmar, New Jersey. The show is dedicated to helping parents navigate the world of private education while showcasing the potential of its students, teachers, and alumni. St. Rose High School has been empowering potential since 1923. Now, here are your hosts, Director of Communications, Michael Falgaris, and from the class of 2024, Ariana Simon. Hi, I'm Ariana Simon, and I'm here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Michael Falgaris. Today, we're going to be talking to Mrs. Martz, who has been a teacher here for 35 years. That's a long time, especially from, for me. That's 20 years more than I've been alive. <laughs> It's, I mean, we're, we're here at the, the last few days of school, right? Yes. And you've been here for 35 years. Hello, Miss Martz. Welcome. Hello, Mr. Felgaris and Ariana. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're oh, more well. than welcome. I'm, I'm, you know, when, when I was thinking of different things and Ariana and I were brainstorming, we thought this would be a great way to highlight your career here. You know, 35 years is nothing to joke about. Yeah, you know, no. We, while we have a lot of great faculty here at St. Rose, you know, a lot of our a lot of our faculty um, stay here for a few years, and you've been here for thirty five years. That's because St. Rose has something that you can't find in other places. What's that? Well, there are very other very good Catholic schools in the Diocese of Trenton, and I myself went to one in Tom's River. Donovan Catholic was St. Joe's at one right. time. Mrs. Bogdan and I both went there, and it was a good Catholic school. And then my first year of teaching, I taught at St. John Vianney, and that was a good Catholic school. But we're more than a good Catholic school. When you're part of the St. Rose community, that's what it is. It's a community, whether it's the alumni, the former faculty who were here, um, former teachers, as I said, um, it's it's a community. It's not just a good Catholic school. It's a family that you're part of from the time you come here till the rest of your life. Many people come back to be married here, uh, have their children baptized here. It's it's a family that you're part of. That's what would keep me here and keep Mr. Devaney and Mr. Joyce. It's the same thing. So 35 years, what have you been teaching? Is there anything else but, <laughs> but theology and religious studies? And so 35 years ago, what was school like? Same, what was St. Rose like? It was very different from now. I mean, obviously we didn't have a tech club <laughs> or, or things like that. There were no cell phones. It no, was podcasts. Just, no, yeah, podcasts. no podcasts. No podcasts. <laughs> um, there were chalkboards. Mm. And... Um, it's it's very different from what it was. In terms of the the, the way you teach and yes. the way that, but Yes. The setup. Setup. The smart board instead of chalkboard. Um just you make your own copies, things like that. It it was very different. Very different. Yes. Books. You, and and I'm sure it's difficult for uh teachers that have been teaching for so long to adjust to all these new things because it happens very fast. Yes. I can't imagine that going from like what you said, chalkboards until now with smart boards and, Oh, that would be a huge adjustment. Like 
It was it was a very big adjustment for us, and thankfully the people in tech, Mr. Fulgaris and Mrs. Calvetto and Mr. Sauer, who used yeah. to be here, um, and Vincent now, I mean, they're very patient with the three of us who we refer to ourselves as dinosaurs because we're just very slow to pick up the tech ideas. Yes, and but I think that there's... While that is true, there's still an enormous value that you still obviously bring to the classroom um, as being a teacher. You know, those are tools to help you uh, in the education process. That's right. But still, it's the way you teach. And so one of the things we did recently, we posted something on Facebook, just letting people know that Mrs. Martz was retiring. It was also in correlation with your birthday. And I was overwhelmed, and I'm sure you more, uh, on the number of responses that we received to that because you've impacted so many people. By right? 35 years, how many students do you normally have a year? Right, over 100. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's 3,500. I mean, obviously, the, some kids had you more than once and things like that. But think of how many lives yeah, that's you've a impacted. Lot. Like, I can't Im- like, that's so many people that have had you and that have been impacted by your teachings and what you were telling them and actually listened and are grateful to you. That's, I can't imagine being It was wonderful seeing people's names from way back and it was just, it made you feel very good. It was, it was a wonderful gift. Do you think, do you think that I could quiz you and you would be able to know faces? If I showed you a face, you could say a name? I can remember (laughs) some places that people actually sat Wow. In the classrooms. That's impacts. Yes. yes. I mean, I only taught for five years, and I, only, I know my first class very well. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the last, you know, four years after that, it's very hard to know, to remember. And that, plus, my kids were so little. You, at least yours, they can maybe still look like the same way they look today. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And when I first started here, I was teaching sophomores and freshmen. And I loved the sophomores so much that I asked to move up with them and teach them as juniors and then teach them as seniors. Wow. Because the class of 89 was just an amazing class. And um, they just, it, it was just a wonderful feeling of family in room 24. So most of the time that you were teaching, you were at the, in the red brick? A lot of the time I was. At the beginning, the first three or four years, I was a floater and had to carry my stuff from place <laughs> to place. But then I settled in the red brick. Thanks to Mr. Joyce, he never had his own room. He always used to roam. He still does. Well, that's because after the hurricane, my room had been destroyed on the 100s. It was underwater. And the administration knew that I had difficulty walking very far. So Mr. Joyce voluntarily gave me up, gave up his room for me and went back to the life of a wanderer. Mm. So you've been, so me speaking about the flood. I yes. wasn't here at that time. You've, what else have you seen? Have you you've seen floods? Floods. Have you seen fires? Were uh, you here when the gym uh, burned down? I was not, but back then the company my husband worked for in Belmar rented the sander to St. Rose. Wow. Oh, wow. That 
um, and they told them, you know, you got to empty all the cinders after you turn it off. And it hadn't been emptied. Mm. And that's when the gym burned and when the walkathon began. So what are some milestones? If you were to go back, you know, looking at 35 years, are there big things that you could remember that impacted the school? Well, uh, the hurricane obviously was the the most, I don't know what word to use, it was the most impact. And we were one of the few schools that um, we came back within three weeks. Three weeks after the hurricane, we were here. And if you've seen, ever seen photos, there's photos online yeah. of what the school looked like. I mean, I've, literally, there was fish swimming in yes, the Yes, I've heard the stories of people saying that there was like turtles and turtles. like, yes. Uh, the maintenance gentleman caught them and returned them to the proper ocean. Which makes me think, and now, now you're here, you know, for the, the COVID and the, the, the world has changed and you've been able to go through that and how St. Rose was able to get people in virtual learning immediately coming back, um, students back 75%, then 100%. So what do you think contributes to that, whether it's the flood or it's a pandemic? I think it's the way St. Rose has always been known for the way we treat our students. And you have to go with the flow. I mean, going to teach for virtual was was scary and devastating. I couldn't imagine that I would have been able to do that. But I remember sitting with you when it first started. <laughs> you did. And, and I, you got it. After several times of trying. Yes. But it's... Um, it was very scary, but then after a while, it became second nature. And this year, you were teaching virtually yeah. and in person at the same time. It's crazy yeah. how, well, that's from the patience of, of you and the tech people because it, it was slow going. Yeah. But, yeah. but it is hard having virtual, you, you're you always feel like you're cheating someone a little. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because they're virtual and you can't, it's just, it's very hard to have people on the screen and then people in person, you know. And you're, so. but, and it's also the type of teacher you are and you really humanize education. So, well, I like to say that when people have um, Mr. Joyce or Mr. Devaney, it's not about the subject matter that they teach. It's about who they are as persons and the experience they've had in their lives that, that they share with the students. And that's just as important as the academics that they share with them. And you keep mentioning these teachers for people who don't know. Yes. These are teachers that have also been here for a very long time. Yes. Yes. Mr. You know Devaney has been here uh, 37 years okay. this year. And Mr. Joyce, I believe, is somewhere around 43 years. Wow. wow. I didn't know that Mr. <laughs> Joyce was here that long. More than yes. I, yeah, wow. yes. Exciting. So, so you started teaching in, in 89? Or 80, 87? 86, 87. And then on your personal end of, of life, then you started your family. Were you married we at that just, point? We got married in 1984, and then I started here in 86, 87 year. So I was newly married. And, and you have one daughter? I do. 
she that was you asked about highlights of my career and when she was little going to St. Rose grade school um she grew up really here at St. Rose she was always here when she was little, coming over to visit me uh-huh. and coming to get me at the end of the day. So when she came here as a freshman in 2013, she she felt at home. And when she was in fourth grade, she came over to me one day and she said, Mommy, if you didn't work here, could I still come to St. Rose? Oh. So even at the age of 10, she knew that there was a difference here. She knew it wow. was not Hello. some sort of institution. It was it was a family. And she saw that when she was 10 years old. And I told her, I said, honey, daddy and mommy would each work two jobs to send you here. Um, and so she came here in 2013. And when she was little, we always used to dream of maybe someday having her in my class. But we didn't know if that would ever happen. And Did it? When she was a junior, it was amazing. It was just the greatest thing. And she um, she had me for her junior bioethics and um, um, social justice class. I never got a chance <gasps> to meet her. Can I meet her? Baby. Serena. Wow, what a surprise. <laughs> You can take your mask off. Maybe. What? This is Serena. This is the daughter you you were just chatting about, right? Yes. Wow, what a perfect time for you to come. Yes. It's such a coincidence. It's just I just <laughs> happened to be sitting here. And she's been here for quite a while doing her work yeah. uh, at the chapel. Had a little meeting. You had a little meeting in the chapel? Mm-hmm. Well, for work. Work, yeah, for the environment, science, and and thanks for yes. you know we were supposed to record this yesterday, and she's been great at switching up everything because we were wanted to make this possible mm-hmm. because we yes. know a, a a big role that you've played in in her in her obviously in her life and as she is in yours. What, what's what's been what's been uh, what's how has it been having mom been a teacher thirty five years? What does that mean to you? She's just been witnessing some of the times that you've been able to see her teach from being at the grammar school to coming over here in the high school yeah and and just uh, just get close to it yeah sure um yeah i mean it's just been amazing like because you're not only a teacher here but like you know just to me your whole life and my whole life um but it's been crazy too having friends who have had you and people that i'm close with who have seen you not only as their teacher but you know they're friends mom and you know know you inside of work outside of work and just the impact you've had on so many people and the people in my life too like aunt jen former students of yours class of 89 who have been close to her through school have now been close to me and you know obviously seeing all of your relationships with everybody it's just it's insane so Serena, you, you started at the grammar school and you came over to the high school. Yes. What year did you graduate? 2014. Um, yes, 2014. I graduated from here. Okay. What, what have you been doing? So I went to Ocean County College for a couple of years and got my degree in biology. And then I went to Rutgers, okay. got my degree in animal science, and then ended up working at a actually a cosmetic, a personal care ingredient company. So that's where I've been for the last two years. 
um, but really with like a big focus on natural materials and natural science. So it's right where I want to be. And then I'm getting my master's at Rutgers right now as well. I remember your mom telling me when you were in school that you, all these different things, because when you're in this industry, you have to use animals to test, right? Yeah. yeah it's not the best feeling, especially for animal lovers. I wouldn't normally tell her much of I what I was doing. <laughs> it wasn't anything too crazy. We were, I mean, Rutgers is very nice and kind to their animals and treat them very sure. well. It's not mm-hmm. anything crazy, so... For years, I had a, post, a picture on my bulletin board in the red brick of her cuddling a creature. And yes. people are like, oh, she, that's so cute. What, what is that? Is that is that a mouse? No, it's not a mouse. What yeah, was so that, that was the part that yes. I, did, I would tell you about because yes. the rats that we had, they needed love too. So they would need some time getting pet, and that was part of their healthy lifestyle. So, and in the picture, she has him cuddled right up next to her neck. Yeah, he's right he's up here. He's just snuggled right. They're very by clean. Her. Very clean. Very clean. That's adorable. <laughs> I'm not sure if I would be comfortable like snuggling a rat, but I admire that. If you didn't have a tail, you would. Yes, it's the tail that makes Aww, them frightening. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Where Where does the animal love come from, or the love for animals? I just always loved animals from the time I was little. Always had animals and always wanted animals. Same for you? Yeah, me too. She even branched off more than I did a few years ago. On Memorial Day, we had um, (laughs) a, a baby possum sitting on our steps. And he wasn't doing well. His baby possums ride on their mother's back, and she must have dropped him, and she had too many to count. Yeah. And he was in rough shape, oh. and she immediately went on her phone. It was a weekend, and she found a wildlife resort. Re- resort a rehab. A rehab yeah. in Wall. No, in Howell. Yeah, we drove and him there. And she drove him there. She fixed him a little home while she drove him and found this wildlife place that um, is run by a veterinarian, and um, they want volunteers. And some of my students, after I told that story, went and volunteered because the baby squirrels need someone to feed them. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I feel like my mom would love that. Like, I should tell her that. She's always looking to volunteer at, like, the SPCA or somewhere. Yes. I'll give, her, yeah. the I'll biggest, give you the number, honey. Okay. She's yeah. the biggest animal lover I've ever met. Like, we took in a cat from our backyard, because, and she would we would feed her. Mm-hmm. And finally, my mom was like, let's just take her in. And we knew that she was going to be sick because she lived outside and she was eight. Right. And we had her for a year and a half before she sadly passed away. But the entire time, my mom would spend every day with her, just sitting with her, making her comfortable. She would never leave the bathroom. And that's what what she did. Like, she and um, her fiancé now, her husband, um, took... Benny, they named him Benny because of the weekend. It was Memorial Day weekend, so so we figured that he got lost from his way down from New York. (laughs) Because we live right off the the parkway. So she drove Benny there, and then a few weeks later, I said, Serena, you, you should call the veterinarian at the place and find out how Benny's doing. And she just looked at me. And I said, there was a reason I didn't tell you. She said... He's not doing well. Oh. And then she said, he died the next day 
but I didn't want to tell you because you would be sad. And but mm. but for those twenty four hours that he was safe and getting medicine, and his cuts were cleaned up. So what she did made a big of difference yeah. in his life. So it must have rubbed off. I mean, I haven't met your husband yet. Now I've got an opportunity to meet your daughter. The show is about your full potential, right? Living your full potential and how St. Rose has helped students and how teachers are living to the, up to their full potential. How do you think you as a teacher have helped students live their full potential? Um, let me, can I just refer to the first? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, it went out of my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's because I kept talking. No, no, yeah. no, that's fine. Um, so I think a, a couple things. I think, as I said before, that the way we treat our students is what makes us different than other places. And we care about the students. And if we see that someone's having a bad day, we'll call them over at the end of the period. And it's not just me. Others do it too because we care about them. I love my students as if they're mine. And look at them as I, I didn't enjoy high school myself. And I wanted to make my room a place that students could go and let their hair down Mm -hmm. and not be nervous and not be worried. A sanctuary. And that's Mm -hmm. uh, back in 99, no, back in 2000-something, a boy was late for my eighth period. And I was teaching in room 104 at the time. And he raced in just as the bell rang. And he sat in his seat and plunked his backpack on the table and he said sanctuary Mm. and a sanctuary is a holy place it's a refuge it's a place where you know you're safe so i wanted my room and to be a safe place to be a place that people would look forward to coming because they knew that they were loved and that's that's just what makes saint rose what we are and and do you, do you think that that environment of that you've created that sanctuary yes. allows students to flourish? Yes, because they know they're loved no matter who they are or what they say or you know if they're having a bad day or they're angry someday, they know that they're accepted and they know that that you care about them. Mm-hmm. And you also teach topics that are um, like world religions, right? World so you're religions. talking and discussing all different religions, yes. matrimony, yes. marriage, genuine love, genuine love, and, and how it applies to love today in our, in our world. Yes. And I, I would just, I would just make the assumption that if you created a sanctuary, a place where people feel safe, that they would then feel safe to talk and bring up things. And they do. We, we have great discussions and, um, they can bring up whatever they want, and um, and we discuss it. And we always um, make sure they understand why the church teaching is the way it is so that they don't grow up to be judgmental, uh, that they understand where the church is coming from when they make certain teachings and certain statements. Mm. Um, so... 
Um, Another thing, when I was fortunate enough to have my daughter as a student, I was not in my regular classroom for her seventh period. Her seventh period, mind you, it was 2013. Who remembers what period yeah, they I, had? Yeah, no. I do. You do. So I had <laughs> oh, to go to that. because that was junior year. That was that junior was year. Sandy, right. Precisely. And so um, she would stop. I had to move to the room next door, and she would stop at my room, and she'd say, come on, Mama, it's time to go to class. <laughs> and I picked up my stuff, and we would walk down the hall in the red brick, and she'd just She'd sling her arm over my shoulder, and then I'd swing my arm around her waist, and that's how we'd walk to class. And it always just made me happy that she didn't mind that I was there, that mm. like mm-hmm. she, 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 she made sure that it was known that she was mine and I was hers, and it was a great gift to me. That's really cute that you remember that. I wouldn't have remembered that, but that's really sweet. And also, it's not even just because I, you know, it was I wasn't embarrassed of anything. I kind of just did, you know, I didn't did feel you? any certain way. Yeah. But also, you were very cool. So it was like, yeah, I'm walking with my mom. Like everyone loves her. It's like a cool thing to do anyway. So she'd come into class. I thought and so. At least. Sometimes pat me on the top of my head. Yeah. And um, everyone loved you. But there was there was one time we were sitting in that room and I was (laughs) teaching and she had chosen to sit in the seat in front of me. And I was starting to teach and I happened to look down and I saw an anatomy book (laughs) on top of her religion notes. (laughs) And I looked at her and I said nothing. I just looked at her and raised my eyebrow and she said, I have a big test next period i did and i said you also have a happy life at home don't you want to keep it (laughs) (laughs) and with that she then shut the anatomy book put it to one side and off we went and how'd you do on that test (laughs) i think i did pretty well i think you did Oh, it's all that cramming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally before you guys came in, I was studying for biology. This yes. Period. Uh, yeah, no, I never wanted my mom as a teacher because mm-hmm. I spend so much time with her at home. But like right. hearing your story, maybe it wouldn't have been that bad. Like my mom worked in my elementary school. Yeah. As the, she took pictures and did marketing. And oh, I was cool. like, I see you enough. Like, I don't really need you here talking to me all the time. Right. But like. I hear your story, and maybe I shouldn't have been as mean. Like, I think that I'm rethinking it. I might talk to her later about it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's funny you're mentioning that, because that's really what I was thinking. You know, I have a five-year-old, and I would love to see him go to high school and be around. Mm-hmm. And But I think that that's where your the minds of teenagers are. Like, you know, Mom, don't give me a hug. Don't kiss me, you know, when we're yeah. pulling up to school. Um, and that's something that was going through your head, and now you're reflecting but to hear your story well you know you're supposed to be there for her but in reality she was there for you and not even knowing it just mm-hmm. just living life and how much of an impact she's made in your in your life i am because she is um we people said to us, after she went, as she was growing up, they would say, uh, "Oh, do you did you spoil her?" It's like, did 
It's like <laughs> I, my husband and I live to get a yay. Because when she's happy, she'll send us a yay on a text. When I text, I say <laughs> When you text, it's like Y-A-Y, real big letters. And then she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy you said yay. You like what I said. <laughs> and he'll send me a text and say, I got a yay because I, you know, did this or did that, whatever. But getting a yay is like just, just the greatest How thing. is it being an only child? Um, I like it. You're an and only child. I'm did. also an only child. Yeah, I mean, because I always had, I mean, I feel like that's another reason why I'm close to my parents is being an only child. Mm-hmm. You kind of mm-hmm. spend a lot of time just with them. But I also, you know, got very close with like our neighbors growing up. And I don't know if that would have happened if I had like another person to hang out with inside the mm-hmm. house. I mm-hmm. maybe wouldn't have ventured out quite as much, but I think it like made me gain a lot of relationships that maybe I wouldn't have. I had siblings. Mm, interesting. Mm, yeah, I like being an only child. Yeah, I never wanted a sibling or thought about it really. Yeah. Be- I spent I spent so much time with my parents, and I still do. Mm-hmm. But I also, yeah, I was very like I was okay on my own. I was yeah. independent, but I also gained a lot of friendships that I maybe wouldn't have had, like you said, yeah. where you meet people, and if you had a sibling or someone close in age to you, I feel like. I wouldn't have even tried to be friends with them. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I already have someone that I'm closer right. than I see every day. Right. Um, but not having that, it made me grow way more as a person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. What do you think St. Rose has done for you? Besides mom and, and, and religion, you know, looking back now, you're start, you've started your career. From what I hear, you're doing very well. I mean, that could just be mom. Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, what role do you think St. Rose played in your life? Think about that because you know. Okay, there's a right answer, so now I have to think about it. Yay! (laughs) Well, I think one thing that I can say is maybe as I was going through it, I wasn't thinking about that quite as much. But then once I graduated and went to OCC and Rutgers, I could kind of almost see like, oh, wow, St. Rose really has set me up to like succeed in Mm college because I look at people from maybe different schools not even necessarily public schools but just different and I'm like oh like they didn't necessarily quite you know they weren't prepared in like a public speaking way or in you know the depths of like the biology I learned in the science I'm like oh it's like I was really set up to like be prepared Mm. for like my career and you mentioned that um Mr. Fletcher really taught you about writing papers. Oh yeah, and Mr. Fletcher. Because you ran into a lot of people who had no idea how to do a paper. Yeah, and not only so, Mr. Fletcher was not just writing the paper, but I I'll never forget he gave us. We had like I forget we had to read something for history, and then he gave us index cards to everyone, and he was like, summarize what you read on this index card. You can't go over. You have to like do it in 50 words or less. And it was really difficult to be like, I just read so much. How do I summarize mm. it yeah. in 50 words? But that's kind of like the whole thing because a lot of times in, in college and in life, like you don't have a 10 page essay that you can give people on how to explain things. Like no, when no you're, when that. you're yeah, talking, no right. No one cares that much, honestly. <laughs> so you have to kind of think of everything like, okay, how do I take the most important information like out and, you know, explain it to somebody. But yeah, there was a lot of things like that, that I realized I was very prepared. What about service? What about what you're doing now with pastor Steve? 
what helping like charity wise yeah yeah, yeah i would say that too. <laughs> this is weird well at st yeah, rose we, requ we require service of, right that's yes, part of yeah, what we do class. yeah every class so i was so definitely you know i did a lot at the madonna house and right. then you know moving on and helping the homeless and giving them things and you know your classes have helped too we've worked with providing things for the homeless people i think you make area. a good point that you don't you don't see it when you're in yeah. it just like yeah. the whole thing with mm -hmm. your mom with your yeah. mom right you see it afterwards mm -hmm. when you can really reflect and especially at occ where you have convergence of public and private students coming in right from yeah. high school you were able to kind of compare and see where you were uh, in relation to other students. Right. And who would have thought Mr. Fletcher, you know, class <laughs> we, from the past on episode one of yes. our podcast, he's the in charge anymore? of our fields. Oh, of he is. oh, okay. Yeah, we interviewed him for our first episode about I the fields. And cool. The first. And yes. now, and, uh, and uh, he's helping students write papers too, yeah. even in social yeah. studies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, listen, we have a surprise for you that we want to share, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after these messages. This was the best surprise. Choosing the right high school is critical. Finding the right fit is key. At St. Rose, we teach our students to push the envelope, to look beyond themselves, and to discover their full potential. Be more at St. Rose. To watch and listen to the show extras or to check out the show notes from today's episode, visit srhsnj.com slash pop. You're listening to the Power Potential Podcast. I'm Michael Falgaris. And I'm Mariana Simon. You know, I love uh, Tic Tacs. I know Dennis Devaney does. Yes. What's your obsession? Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Diet it Coke. seems like everyone knows that. Yes, they do. You know, in fact, uh, what we what we did is we invited some people, colleagues, uh, faculty, um, some students to just send you some well wishes, right? Letting them know that you've been here for 35 years. You've dedicated your life, really, when you think about it, uh, to St. Rose High School. You raised your daughter in our school and you made the decision to move on. And retire. And when we think about retirement, it's, it's an opportunity for people to take a break and, and do all the things they love and not have to come to work every day. What, do, what, are, what are some of the things you might be doing on your, in your retirement or sleeping. that you look forward to? A lot of sleeping? sleeping. Reading. Re you your love Kindle. to read. Yes. My baby gave me a candle. Kindle. Kindle. I don't deal <laughs> no with candles. candles. I don't. <laughs> no fire. No fire. I, I hack out wicks, so uh. candles are a rough gift. Um, but I got a Kindle for Christmas, and I read voraciously. And like me you, too. Like you had said, um, I want to work some with, with um, volunteering with animals. Yeah. And I hope you come back and visit us. Oh, I will. So uh, we want. So we have a video now. The video is thirty-five minutes. So we're not going to show it through this podcast. But pe people who are listening to the podcast, if you want to watch the video of what people their well wishes to Mrs. March, you can visit all of that uh, or see all of that on our show notes, which is at srhsnj.com slash pop. Yes. But we'll show a little bit right now. So take a look. Congratulations on your retirement. That's so exciting. Um, we will definitely miss you here. Seeing your warm and welcoming smile in the hallways of St. Rose, um, it will absolutely be missed. But I wish you the best in your retirement. And please come visit us and, of course, bring your puppy with you. I'll see you soon. Take care. Ray McGurr here, um, class of 2012. Um, on behalf of uh, my brother and I, 
Uh, we wanted to uh, congratulate you on an amazing career, um, you know, retirement, deep teaching. Um, you know, so happy for you. Um, I can't even remember all of the amazing memories uh, from homeroom and religion class with you. Uh, the llamas, everything, um, bumping into you in the hallways uh, on a Monday after uh, after we had a game on Friday night. Um, yeah, and too many memories to even you know look back on. But uh, just wanted to say congratulations on uh, an amazing career. Um, you know, we loved you, we still do. Um, you know, just enjoy retirement. You know, make the most of it, and uh, God bless. Hi, Mrs. Martz, Ian McGurr, class of 2014. I just wanted to wish you a happy retirement and a congratulations on your amazing career at St. Rose High School. You taught me so much about what kind of person I should be, what kind of heart I should have, and most importantly, how I should treat other people. And that will stick with me for the rest of my life. It has stuck with me since the day that I left St. Rose. And I really appreciate everything that you did for me and everything you did for all my friends and all the other students that I was lucky enough to spend time with. You really had an amazing career. You were an amazing teacher, an amazing person, and an amazing friend. And I love you. I miss you. I hope you enjoy your retirement, and I hope to see you soon. Hi, Mrs. Martz. It is Olivia, as you probably know. I felt like it was appropriate to send you this video for your retirement when I was in Miss Scrubs, because ever since the day that I met you when I was a sophomore in high school, you have really fostered my love and my compassion for other people. And that love and compassion has made me not only the nurse, but the person that I am today at 25. Can you believe that you've known me that long? I just wanted to tell you that everyone that you have taught has been profoundly impacted by you. And the depth of your impact just reaches so much wider than you could possibly ever believe. I have gone through so much with you because you were not only my teacher as a sophomore and a junior in high school, I was also one of your daughter's best friends. And I think that it's a really cool thing that I didn't get to see you only as Mrs. Martz, the teacher, but I also saw you as Mrs. Martz, my best friend's mom, who would do just about anything for me. Now you're not Mrs. Martz anymore, you're MJ. And I think that that just goes to show that we have still stayed just as close over the years. And even though tragedy did have to bring us together once again, I am so profoundly grateful that I have been a part of your life and that I will continue to be a part of your life. Please enjoy your retirement because no one uh, deserves a more fulfilling and amazing and relaxing retirement. Um, make sure that you have tons and tons of dog snuggles and hugs and kisses. <laughs> Tons of Diet Coke, even though as a nurse, I should be telling you not to drink that, but it's okay. I really just want to tell you that you are so, so loved and so, so appreciated by every single person that knows you. And please, please, please relax, take a breath, and enjoy, because you have worked so very hard for over 35 years. And that is a crazy big accomplishment. So you should be very proud of yourself, not only for the teacher you are, but for the person that you are. For everything that you've done for me as well as the St. Rose community as a whole you will definitely be missed and as you may remember Velvet is not with us but there's someone else I want you to meet <gasps> this is Luna she is a lab pointer just like Velvet and she's a little crazy but you cannot love her um, anyways I hope you take care of yourself 
I skipped to the end. There's lots more that were missed, but I wanted to give you the end. I love that picture. So that's it. That's it. The videos are done. These are people that have taken the time to share something special, a memory, a best wish for you. And I hope that you enjoyed all of the videos. Congratulations on 35 years at St. Louis High School. We wish you the very best on your retirement. God bless. And I want to say something. What do you want to say? Congratulations, Mrs. Maritz. 35 years. I wasn't trying to kill you. <laughs> no. You guys all right? No, he, he's all right. He just had trouble getting it. Getting it to go. This, this happened on purpose. Yeah, this was yes, on purpose. This was, a, this was done purpose. We were supposed to. It was supposed to be a way to end it. But you know, we don't have a tall ceiling here, so it didn't like the dramatic effect falling. Thank you. Listen. Oh that's wonderful. the bell. That means we got to go. Serena, thank you so much for coming thank you out. For having me. It's so I'm nice to finally meet so. you. And uh, if you want to see uh, you know, behind the scenes of our show, if you would like to see the entire video that we made for Mrs. Martz uh, or other things on our other episodes of our podcast, visit srhsnj.com slash pop and make sure you check out our special Father's Day episode, which will be next week meeting the new fathers of St. Rose High School. Uh, Ariana, are you excited for the summer? Oh, yes. I am very excited. However, I love school, and I'm going to miss it. I always miss school in the summer, so that's why I'm taking Algebra 2 this summer okay. to keep Ooh. math. Going. And we're going to record some podcast episodes. Yes. All right, so I'll see yeah. you there. Mrs. Martz, congratulations. Thank we love you. Thank you, everyone, so much for all of this, all my colleagues and students and Mr. Falgaris. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You so much. Thanks for listening to the Power of Potential Thank you podcast. For listening to this episode of the Power of Potential podcast. You. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Subscribe to hear past and future episodes. Learn more about St. Rose by visiting our website at srhsnj.com. 